Welcome to the Cone Zone. I'm Grant Cone. That's my dad, Lowell Cone. Uh, it is a very, very strange time for the 49ers. They're coming off their first blowout victory of the Seahawks in over a decade, and Niner fans are angry. Not celebrating this win. Uh, dad, let's talk about this unique phenomenon that's going on with the Niners earlier, early in the season. Why is no one celebrating this win? Okay. I think this is, you know, I always love doing this show with you, Iggy, but I think today it's really an important show. We have we have things to say that are maybe a, across against the current, but are very important. So, yeah, the main thing that I came away from the main I got about 10 things, but they won the, the game. Right. And yet when I look on Twitter and when I look at, at people commenting on Grant's uh, videos, no one's talking about they won a game. No. They're all talking about what happened to Trey Lance. And let's be clear what Kyle Shanahan did to him. Yeah. So my question to you, Iggy, why is the emphasis not on a victory? Because every win in the NFL is major. And why is the emphasis on what happened to Trey Lance? It's nice to win week two, but this team was just in the NFC Championship game last year. They've been in the Super Bowl. They're trying to get over the hump. Like these aren't the Warriors or the Giants. They've never won a Super Bowl and they're trying to do it for the first time. And they decided that Jimmy wasn't good enough because he can't throw down the field. If he would have hit Emmanuel Sanders on that long throw, he would have been good enough. They would have won the Super Bowl, but he doesn't throw down the field. And so they brought in a quarterback who does. And he represented hope that if they could just, you know, develop him a little bit, that he could be the missing piece. Because the Niners are so close on their own with the run game and defense. And to get him so gruesomely injured, so unnecessarily, like not throwing, running between the tackles. When you were trying to develop him, you sat him for a year so you could develop, develop him as a passer. And you know what? In the first game before it started raining, he threw some nice throws down the field. Sure but his whole, his whole uh, season is ended because you wanted to run him between the tackles. That's tough. Right. So what comes out of the victory is a net loss. Yes. It doesn't feel like a victory, even though it was a victory and it's right. very important to win, but it feels like a net loss because the quarterback that the coach invested in mm -hmm. is no longer there. Um, the quarterback that he pinned his hopes on because he decided Trey yes. Lance is better than Jimmy Garoppolo. Yes. He didn't decide Jimmy's better. They no. wanted to get rid of Jimmy. Yeah. The, the there was no quarterback competition. It was all Trey. It was all trade. They yeah. wouldn't even let Jimmy throw. Yeah. Um, so he was out. And the, and the guy who the, he pinned his hopes on, who pinned his future on, he ruined. It's almost like Greek tragedy, Iggy. Yes. The guy that, that he wanted, that Kyle wanted, he ruined for at least a season. And Iggy, who knows what he's going to be when he comes back. It's true. Now, I don't want to be too doom and gloom here. Uh, he had an injury that's similar to Dak Prescott's injury a couple of years ago. Dak Prescott has made a full recovery, still a good player. Now, they don't run him between the tackles. I, I, I want to, I, Kyle's been very defensive, and we're going to talk about his we'll attitude. We'll talk about he, that in a minute because I got more to say. Because he basically says he didn't do anything wrong. He always says that. But let's see what his actions are next year when Trey Lance comes back. I bet you he's not calling these run between the tackles next time. I bet I you wanna, won't. I want to read you something. Um, yeah. A former. Coach, I'm not going to say who, a former coach in the league wrote me an email about the play where Trey went up the middle, power run, and ruined his season. I feel sick to my stomach about the injury 
because the play call was not integral to the outcome of the game. And at that time, not considered a must call, considering down and distance and the defense on the field, coupled with the success of the Niner run game from real ball carriers. Yep. Did you hear that? This isn't me. This is a a very respected coach in the league. Sick to his stomach because of what Kyle did. And let's be real clear. I got people running that it was an option. He could have... The point is, one of the options was to run right up the middle, not around the edge, up the middle where there are very big men, where running backs get hurt. You can replace running backs. Quarterbacks, no, you don't do that. Because if Jimmy get hurt, you're down to Mr. Irrelevant. This, This is a very significant thing that happened. And it's on Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. And what's crazy is Trey hadn't even just demonstrated that he was a great runner. He's averaging four yards a carry. It's okay. He's not Colin Kaepernick. He's not, he's not Cam Newton. And so like all these running backs were doing better than him. Just let him hand off because it seemed like the threat defenses were keyed in on Trey running. The threat of him running was making things better for other people. Kyle had shown that he could win games with quarterbacks just handing off. Why all of a sudden did the quarterback have to become the focal point of his running game? That's such a gimmick offense. There is a obvious reason that no other NFL team would make their quarterback the the focal point of their running game because he's going to get hurt you invested three first round picks in this guy you can't get him hurt like that and it happened it's it was like you said it was not a critical point in the game it was 233 left in the first quarter the Niners were in control the Seahawks had one uh drive one punt one first they're doing nothing and the Niners running backs why don't you let the running backs do their job how about that and it was second and eight. It was just yeah. another play. Had yeah. it been a play for the game yeah. in the fourth quarter, sure, you yeah. certainly consider it. It was just another down. Yeah. And and Jeff Wilson or whoever could have gotten those four yards, and then you would have yes. third and short. So, yes. um, you know, I uh, it, people say, well, when did you ever coach a team? What do you know more than Kyle? Uh-huh. You know what? In this case, I think he was wrong, and I think Grant and I are right. Yeah, I think and we let out our points, here. too. Got a coach years telling me the same thing. And this coach won a Super Bowl. And again, we we watched Colin Kaepernick. We watched Russell Wilson. These are guys who were very successful running, and the teams were successful protecting them. They did not run 13 times a game. They ran about five, six, maybe seven times a game if it was a playoff game. And the whole thing was he's gonna he's gonna scramble a few times, four, five, and he's gonna keep it once or twice. And you don't know when. You don't know when, and so the defense has to be ready for it all freaking game, and it comes on a critical play when they least expect it, and it works. But you don't do it three times. They did it three times in the first quarter for Trey Lance between the tackles. Like, this is going to be our base offense. Nah, man, that's not it. It, it, it. There's not enough reward there. You're not getting big plays. You're only going to get big hits on the quarterback. How many times did Josh Allen run last night? Once. One. And Kyle's always comparing what he does to what they do with Josh Allen. That's right. They're not trying to get Josh Allen killed. No. And you know why Josh Allen only ran the ball once last night? Because he didn't have to run the ball. The defense only gave up seven points. He was throwing well. You only The running backs were running well. You only do that if you freaking have to. Game's on the line. That's your best option. Fine. But you can't tell me it was their best option. I, I got a stat for you. Hold on. In the first quarter of this game, hold on. Got it. Hold on. Uh, okay. In the first quarter of this game, Damn it. Where is it? Ah, I lost it. Anyway, everyone else was running really well. I think 
Debo was averaging 25 yards a carry. Ty Davis Price was, at, was averaging five yards a carry. Jeff Wilson Jr. was averaging six yards a carry. And Trey was averaging four yards a carry. He's your, your last option to run the ball. Right. Your last option. And Kyle was treating him like his first option. Crazy. Yes. Yeah. So I want to make this really clear what Grant and I are doing. We are really criticizing Kyle Shanahan. I'm, I'll call it dereliction of duty. Mm-hmm. And it's not personal. I've never met the man. I think he does certain things very well. Not enough things, but certain things very well. But I am really, really critical of him right now. In fact, I'm appalled, disgusted, and aghast. Not because I'm a Niner fan, but because I'm a football fan. And I want to see things done the right way and not put a player in harm's way needlessly. And for people to say, well, it's football. People get hurt. Sure they do, but you don't send them into harm's way when there were three or four other options. Right. Um, We have a lot of comments. We're going to take them in a minute, but my dad's on fire right now. So I want to go through the next two topics without stopping. And then we'll take all your comments after that before we look at the, before we look ahead to the Denver Yeah, We're in in no hurry today. I don't have a life. So uh, I could stay as long as you want. And I promise we'll get to all your super chats. So. We're talking about Kyle Shanahan and his decision-making in this game. Now let's talk about his attitude yes. since the game happened, after the game, and then in his conference call yesterday. You heard it. What'd you think? Okay. Well, I didn't listen in on the conference call, but I did see the transcript. Okay. Okay. Because, you know, I'm not a reporter anymore, but I did see the transcript. So there are two uh, parts of behavior about Shanahan that Iggy, I would like to talk about. One, after the game, he was extremely defensive and defensive is clearly the term I want to use. And it's yeah. never attractive to be defensive. Remember no. he's, he's the face of the franchise. Right. Um, okay. So Iggy asked him, why'd you run him on second and eight? And yeah. he said something snotty. Would it be better at second and four? Yeah, I said, uh, why, why were you compelled to call to, to run him between the tackles uh, in that situation in, in the game, second and eight? He said, would it, would it be, would it have been better on second and four? Very yeah. snarky. Yeah. So he doesn't answer the question. Right. He asks another question. Yeah. And the question is snotty. Mm-hmm. It's like essentially, what the hell do you know what you're talking about? Right. How can you even how can you dare to question me? So yes. he he avoids it, but he shows that he's not solid in his in in because he has an answer. Right. He's solid. He yeah. knows that he screwed up. Yes. And, but he can't admit it. Right. Okay. But I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Uh, um, peu, because mm-hmm. it was right after the game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, yesterday in the in the uh, conference call, you uh, read him a quote that he gave Ed Werder about not using his uh, f- quarterback as, as a running back, and yeah. he gives you some mealy-mouthed answer yeah. after he had used his quarterback as a running back. Yeah. And then Eric Branch asks a question, and um, he sa- Shanahan says, I'm happy to educate you. Okay? Yeah. So this is, he's gone from defensive the next day to condescending. Yeah. I'm going to educate a schmuck like you. Yeah. And I, I don't mean that Eric's a schmuck. I mean that this is how Shanahan is treating him. And you His attitude. Yeah. That, that you don't know jack about football. Mm-hmm. And I'll educate you that mm-hmm. Buffalo does this with Josh Allen. These are normal plays and all of that. Again, he's the face of the franchise. He can't answer straight on. He's saying, you're so stupid. I have to educate you to why my play call was great. Right. Well, the fact of the matter is his play call was shit. And he knows it and everybody else knows it. And here's what worries me about him. 
And this is the key point. If you can't answer honestly, if you can't say, you know, when I honestly thought about it overnight, I wish I hadn't made the call because I had other options. I would respect him more, Iggy. And more important, it would show he could learn. Mm -hmm. This is a man who cannot learn. As a result, he is doomed to make the same mistakes again and again and again. And I'm going to give you an example. He blew the first Super Bowl with Atlanta because he started throwing the ball when he should have run it. Mm-hmm. And he, and, and it, 28 he, to three, he was up. Yeah. And why Dan Quinn, he was the coach, was a bad head coach. He should have said to him, I don't like what you're doing. Run the goddamn ball. Right. That's why Dan Quinn is out. Here at the Niners, there is no one, no older person with gravitas to say, Kyle, you're running your quarterback too much. Can't You can't do it. So he doesn't learn from his own mistakes because he doesn't self-investigate and he doesn't have a person, i.e. his father or somebody like him on the team to say, son, don't run him anymore. Wait till the fourth quarter. So he, this is a man, Iggy, over a decade now, I, I don't know, was Atlanta a decade ago? A long time ago, has shown no ability to listen and learn. And I, There's I more. There's more. Hold on real quick, real quick. RG3, uh, uh, 10 years ago. Yes. Same. I mean, that was his, that was the, the other young quarterback he tried to, who was mobile, he tried to develop and got him broken the same way, running him too much, too yeah. much. I want to say, as you guys know, I wrote a book on Bill Walsh when he came back to Stanford for the 1992 season. And Bill was extremely generous. I sat in all the coaches' meetings. And it was very, it was like a graduate seminar. All the guys would sit around, you know, Keena Turner was there and Fred Von Oppen, serious people, Tommy Homo. And sometimes they would disagree with Bill or they would say, you know, I think we, Bill, would you consider this? I think we ought to do it this way. Well, if you said that to Bill, his initial reaction was, you better make a good case, which is fair. He was the head coach and he was Bill Walsh. But if you could make a good case, he would sit there like this, Iggy. He would lean back in his chair and he'd say, you know what? You have a point. Hmm. He was a great coach because he listened, right? because he learned, because yeah. he changed. And yeah. he was Bill Walsh. Kyle Shanahan isn't Bill Walsh. He's not no. even close to being Bill Walsh. No. He should have some of Bill's humility, willingness to learn, and willingness to not always be right. Agree. And I think what was so intriguing about this whole Trey Lance experiment is it felt like Steve Young 2.0. We've seen this play out or how it should play out. Bill Walsh did it. And it never involved running Steve Young between the tackles. Oh, God, no. And in fact, I've told you this, Iggy. I used to talk to the Uh, offensive line coach, Bob McKittrick. He was the most wonderful man. And he was so honest. And he told me that when Steve started and he would play, he was pissed because there would be a passing play and all of a sudden Steve would run. Mm -hmm. And he says, my offensive linemen don't know what to do. That wasn't the play. Mm -hmm. And then they had to take Steve aside and said, listen, you're the, you're playing for the 49ers. We don't want a running quarterback. We want a throwing quarterback. And Steve became great because they told him, we will not run you all the time. We want you to pass all the time. Right. And what's funny is him running all the time was like six runs a game. 
Trey's over here running 13. His first start, he ran 16 times. He didn't do this with Steve Young. And if Kyle felt that that was the only way he could win with Trey Lance this year, he shouldn't play him. I agree. You're trying to develop him as a passer. Bill wouldn't have played Steve Young if he felt that's how I have to use him. No, he wouldn't have wanted him. Wouldn't have wanted him. So, and Eagle, if you're running him 12 times a game, you're going to get him hurt yes. because he gets his running backs hurt. Yes. He's got two hurt right now. Yes. But again, I, I'll never understand it. The Niners have proven they can go so far with their elite defense and handing off to running backs. They went to a Super Bowl doing that. Why do you – all you need now is just a quarterback who can throw it a little bit further down the field to stretch the field. You have that. You might have that. And Lance, he looked promising with his downfield throws. He didn't need to be part of the running game. The running game was already good. He could His job could have been handoff. 40 times a game. That's what Jimmy does. Honestly, Dad, I don't understand why he had to be so involved. He was the oh, worst runner. He was the worst runner in the rotation. Yeah. You want him to yeah. throw, not to. So you're telling me, like, like, if, if Walsh were alive, I'd love to hear what you have to say. Like, you're telling me the best way to develop a, a passer is to run him? How? Now he's hurt. Privately, I know, Bill, and if, God love him, if he and I were talking about this, <laughs> he would actually laugh at Kyle. Oh, He would, he would yeah. feel... What Kyle did was so ignorant. Yeah, he would have actually laughed and enjoyed and enjoyed yes. the laughing. Because the thing is, these these coaches they're publicly they they praise each other, but privately they're oh. very competitive, and they all think the other ones are terrible. Yeah, Bill. Whenever I'd mention a coach's name, you'd always say he's good, low, but he's not cutting edge. He always said that to me, and he would call you to basically like be like, "This guy, look what everyone thinks he's good. What about this guy? Right? Yes. Pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah." Yeah. Okay. So look, I guess you're hearing in my voice yes. that I am really critical of Kyle Shanahan. I'm critical of that call yeah. of how he used his quarterback and how he then talked about it. Yeah. I feel he's really, really showing um, immaturity, lack of leadership. Uh, la- you know, um, Harry Truman said the buck stops here. Mm-hmm. This guy's always, whatever the book is, uh, Kyle Shanahan has no concept of that. Look, you're from Brooklyn. You're a plain talker. I feel like you're talking around it. I feel like what you're saying is he's not a head coach. Boy, that's interesting. You know, I, I, um, you know what, Iggy? I'll go for that. Sorry. We don't have to belabor the point, but that sounds like what you're saying. I mean, look, he's had very good teams. They've put together a good roster. They've put, they got some good players. The defense is always great. The offense the decision making, the head coach, I don't know. I mean, also, let's talk about the offense real quick. We're talking about his attitude. The offense he had in Atlanta, which is what the Niners thought they were bringing in, is not the offense they have here. This offense is a gimmick, a college style, trick you run game offense, which works in the regular season, but doesn't really work in the playoffs. And why are they doing it? He, everyone has to play running back on this team. Oh, you make $25 million playing wide receiver? You better play running back. Oh, you're our quarterback that we gave up three first-round picks for? You better freaking play running back, too. What is this? No other team does that. All the rules are set up for you to pass in the NFL. If you breathe on a quarterback in a pocket, that's a 15-yard penalty. You're suspended and fined. But you run in between. Kyle is way – he's beyond me. He's too smart. I just don't understand. I can't keep up. What what he said uh, yesterday was, you know, uh, guys get – really get hurt in the pocket. So that's how he justified running the guy up, uh, you know, through the tackles. Uh-huh. I don't think so. That was weak. Hey, Kyle, uh-huh. that was weak. That you're was telling weak. me Tom Brady's 45 years old, could probably keep playing until he's 55 because you're not allowed to touch him in the pocket. And no, no, no. Hey, I think the Bucks are going to start running Brady between the tackles because it's such a it's such an opportunity. 
He might get four yards. Those are good four yards. You want those four yards. All right, we're not done. With, we're not done. So um, after the game, the oh. uh, after the game, I was in the locker room. It was kind of strange. I mean, they won. You know how winning locker rooms are. They're pretty raucous. And there's, but it was music. Also, and there's music. But it was also a somber occasion because the starting quarterback on the team broke his ankle. The starting quarterback. But – it was. It's a conflicted team, and Mike Silver wrote a very interesting article talking to players on and off the record. Dad, tell them what it was about. Okay. I want to make a little preamble because, Michael, if anyone tells you about this or if you see it, I am taking issue with you in no way. Uh, Michael Silver and I are dear friends and have been for decades. I love Michael Silver. In addition, he is one hell of a reporter. Mm -hmm. I could never do the things he, he did. Same. So, Michael – you and I don't have a, a, all I do is admire you. Yeah, me too. After the game, now again, I wasn't there, but I read Michael's article in the Chronicle, which was really good. Um, he asked certain coaches, according to what he wrote, certain coaches and players about the shift now, inevitably from Trey Lance to Garoppolo. And Michael indicated that some off the record said, and this is a paraphrase, they're relieved they're going back to Jimmy uh, because they feel they're a Super Bowl-ready team right now, mm. and um, they could be more Super Bowl-ready with Jimmy than they could be with the experiment of Trey Lance. Mm -hmm. Okay. I have a lot of things to say about that, and I'm going to come to George Kittle in a minute. Iggy, don't let me forget mm -hmm. about him. Mm -hmm. All right? Mm -hmm. Write him um, down. Okay. First of all, there are so many layers to this. Mm -hmm. Um. When a player gets hurt and it's your quarterback, again, Iggy and I said the game was a net loss. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to be, you're supposed to honor your fallen brother. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to be serious and somber because yeah. one of yours went down. Mm -hmm. In fact, your leader went down. Yeah. Okay. So what happens in that situation if you're playing with a bunch of gentlemen and Michael asked his questions as he should and as yep. I would have. Yep. A gentleman would have said, I understand your question, Michael. This is not the time to talk about it. Right. Trey Lance just went down. Yep. I don't want to talk about the team without him. Yep. I don't want to even indicate that we're better without him. Uh, it's On or off the record. On or off the record. Uh, it's a fair Let's talk question. tomorrow. Let's talk next week. Not today. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Or let's yeah. see how Jimmy does yeah. before we even talk about this. Yeah. Because if I say even off the record, we're better with Jimmy, it almost seems like gloating that yeah. this young man got hurt. Yeah. So all respect to you, Michael, and all respect to your question, but I'm not going to answer it. But according to Michael and boy, I believe Michael 150%, some assistant coaches and some players actually indicated that they're they're relieved and better off with Jimmy. Okay. They say this and Michael as he absolutely should writes it. So now let's call it six people that he spoke to. I have no idea how many. I'm going to just say six. Six people just kicked Trey Lance in the nuts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's in a hospital bed. He's about to get operated on and he knows that there are people in the locker room who not only don't care, but if kind of feel they don't feel glad that he got hurt, but they feel glad that he's out. Like the because, best thing for the team just happened. 
Yeah, the best thing for the team just happened. How is he supposed to feel right. lying there facing serious surgery, knowing yeah. that people are kind of happy? Yeah. It's better for the team. And yeah. Hey, nothing personal, personal, but hey, uh, good. This is this is good. It's a net yeah, positive. Drop for us. dead, but drop dead. Net positive for us. Sorry. Yeah, and yeah. and so how is he supposed to feel when he comes back to the facility and is rehabbing and is looking and saying, "Who said this? Was it you? Is it you? Is it you? Is it you?" And how is he supposed to feel if he ever becomes a starter again, going into that huddle and yep. knowing probably one or more people in that huddle crapped on him yep. when he was at his lowest. Yep. And I'm saying there are people in that locker room who kicked him at, in his nuts when he was at, at his lowest. Yep. I want to tell you people something. You look at athletes as heroes, and I understand why they do heroic things on the field, or on the court, yep. uh, and all of that. One of the things I noticed in my years, I confronted a lot of really crummy behavior. Yeah. And I do not consider athletes heroes. I consider them like the rest of us. Some of them are decent. Some of them are better than decent. Right. Steve Young is better than decent. Right. Some of them suck. And it's some the full of spectrum. Them, I'm sorry, sweetie. It's the full spectrum. The full spectrum. And yeah. some of them are bums. Some of them ah! suck. And the yeah. people who said this stuff to Michael Silver. They're not heroes. They're not yeah. worthy of your worship. Yeah. I don't know who the hell they are. And if they were coaches, holy mackerel. Yeah. yeah. What a thing. So yeah. I got more. If you don't mind again, I know. Keep I'm going. Um, there's more. Uh, and before I get to Kittle, there's yeah. more. Yeah. So we're learning that X amount of players that Michael talked to and X amount of coaches he talked to feel good that Jimmy's coming back. There could be even others who feel that who we didn't talk to. Yes. So what we know is there was a schism on the team. Right. The schism on the team. The schism wasn't that they were down on, on Trey Lance. Yeah. They were down on the coach. Right. Because it was the coach's decision. Mm -hmm. This was his guy. He made a – he didn't even want Jimmy. They wanted to get rid of Jimmy. Mm -hmm. They only yeah. sort of got Jimmy at the end on a fluke. He yeah. wanted him out. So what you're telling me is people in that coaching room, when they sit around the table and talk, that there are people who were not loyal to Kyle Shanahan, who had not bought into his program, and there are players in the room who were not loyal to Kyle Shanahan and had not. This is a, a such betrayal yeah. of the program and the yeah. coach. And these people said it off the record to Michael. Yeah. I got to tell you, yeah. um, you talk, it's a cliche dysfunctional. The Niners are dysfunctional. Yeah. This is, I've never seen this. Right. What about you, Iggy? I've never seen this. They are um, working against their head coach. They have no respect for Kyle Shanahan and his decision. No, no respect. And it's like, we, we, we wondered this when a bunch of assistant coaches left this off season or think, Hmm, a lot of offensive coaches are gone. Maybe Kyle wanted to get some people who were 100% behind Trey. Well, maybe that wasn't enough. Who knows? Strange. Oh, uh, so what now? Uh, ironically or paradoxically, there may no longer be a schism because right. Jimmy's the guy and everybody seems to be behind Jimmy. Okay. That's another thing that makes me laugh. Jimmy gives us our best chance for what? To what? be the third best team, yeah. to get to the key game and lose. Yeah. The whole point was to get over the hump. Right. And the whole point is Jimmy can't do it. Yeah. This kid may or may not do it, but we'll never find out now because you ran him up between the tackles. Yeah. The point is they wanted to go, quote unquote, to the next level. To the next level. Right. 
and these players did they though? Kyle wanted to. It doesn't seem like this locker room wants to. It seems like this locker room is quite happy to be the second or third best team in the league. Yeah, to lose in the championship yeah. game or to lose in the Super Bowl and say, boy, we almost made it. Can you imagine Bill Walsh's team saying we almost made it? He never yeah. lost the Super Bowl. Do you know the Niners threw a party after they lost the Super Bowl? They no. had a party scheduled. They lost. And they were like, you know what? Let's do it anyway. They really did that. No, Lou you Wayne. cancel the party. Cancel you don't party. reinforce losing. They reinforced losing. And guess what they've done since then? Not losing. won the Super Bowl. Yeah, they didn't. Yeah, so no. Um for these people to say they feel more comfortable, they're not there to feel comfortable. They're there to win. Yeah. And they had a better chance possibly with Trey Lance, certainly with Jimmy. They, they're they not going to win a Super Bowl with Jimmy. They no, may not. not even win the championship game with you Jimmy. Know, two reasons they won't win a Super Bowl with Jimmy. One, he can't stay healthy. And that might be a, a Kyle issue more than a, a, a Jimmy issue because all of Kyle's quarterbacks get hurt. I think we're going to see Brock Purdy at some point. No offense to Jimmy. Also, he doesn't throw down the field. It's this, We've known this for three years. You can't yeah. win a Super Bowl checking down a million times a game. They've tried. They can't do it. When you get to the playoffs, good defenses will shut that shit down. And Iggy, the other thing is everybody was saying, well, not everybody. These people were saying Jimmy. Jimmy didn't play that well. No. No. I mean, I'm, I'm not looking. It's not, not like Peyton Manning came in. No. Jimmy played okay. He played like he Jimmy. He didn't throw a pick, but he didn't have enough time for that. He was good in the second quarter when the Seahawks weren't prepared to play him. Then they went in at halftime, got a new game plan, held him to 54 yards in the second half. So, yeah, I mean, it wasn't Peyton Manning at all. He was okay. They And then people were acting like, Oh, you know, the Niners were, were in a tough spot and Jimmy came in and saved them. They were going to win that game no matter if, if Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo, Brock Purdy, didn't matter. They were going to win that game against the Seahawks. Uh, so great that Jimmy Garoppolo came in. It's nice. But now yeah, we have to see him stay healthy and, and improve over the next 15 games. Jimmy is not a savior. No. He's a backup quarterback. Yeah. That's what he is. Nobody yeah. else in the league wanted him. Yeah. So to spin a fairy tale that he did magic and he's the magic bullet is ridiculous. Now I want to get to Kittle. Yeah. Um, okay. I want to read two quotes. Again, Michael talked to Kittle. Um, After the game in the locker room, George Kittle, who didn't play? Okay. Um, he, he, I have two quotes from Kittle. Michael writes, secondly, for better or worse, this organization has become drama central. And then Kittle on the record says, we're outrageous, aren't we? Sort of like joking, you know, yeah. we're outrageous. Like he's on the Tonight Show. Yeah, right. And then uh, Michael asked him, you know, Jimmy's good at uh, a quarterback sneak. Sneaks. And Kittle says, I think it's the jawline. It just cuts through the A-gap, and there's nothing defenses can do about it. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, okay. so funny. Okay, so here's the deal. Yeah. Kittle. His leader and his comrade just went down about an hour and a half earlier. Yep. Okay. Um, got seriously hurt and, and the mood should be somber. This guy's making jokes. Yeah. It's inappropriate to make jokes. It's mm -hmm. like saying, I don't care about this kid. Yeah. He's talking about Jimmy's jawline. Mm -hmm. That's not right. Mm -hmm. What you should be saying. Now he did say in the article, I feel very bad for Trey, you know, the obligatory thing. You shouldn't be joking. You should, you should be saying, Michael, this is really serious. And I'm going to tell you another thing, Michael. And I'm, I'm speaking now as Kittle. You know, I, I didn't play in this game. Yeah. I didn't play in the first game either. Mm. I'm really a non-combatant. I don't think I should be answering any of your questions on or off the record because I didn't play. And when you don't play, 
You're a non-factor. You don't exist. Iggy, I've been around sports long enough. When you don't play, you have nothing to say. No one wants to hear from you, and nor do the players. I remember when Mark McGuire had that thing with his with his foot. Uh, I he wouldn't talk. He he was a non-person, and he was respectful of that. Um, Kittle should not have been in the locker room, Iggy. He he, he was he, That's the point. Was he should he not have been in the locker room. Jason Verrett wasn't in the locker room. Was he what? wearing the uniform? No, he was in street clothes. And he was in the locker room after the week one loss in Chicago, too. I remember thinking, what are you doing here? You didn't play. What are you no, doing? He's, he's a non-person. He, yeah. he shouldn't have been talking. Yeah. He, should have, he shouldn't have been joking because no. this is serious. And he should not have given his opinion. He should have respected the protocol and the tradition of sports. When you don't play, you have nothing to say. It's mm-hmm. as simple as that. And he knows it. And I'm going to say one other thing. I'm going to use the word wonder. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he's one of the people off the record who um, was pleased uh, that Jimmy is coming back. I am not accusing him of it. I'm not there. I don't know him. I certainly wouldn't ask Michael. You never ask a great journalist or any journalist about his or her sources. But I wonder. I don't trust this guy, uh, Kittle. I wonder if he said this some of this stuff on the record and said other stuff off the record. I don't quite trust him, Miggy. And I have a feeling that he has this jolly ho-ho-ho attitude toward the media, but that it's a persona. It, it's like a marionette that he brings out. He's a but, professional wrestler. Yeah, yeah, I like that. But I don't know who he is. I don't trust him. I think he should have respectfully said, I, Michael, it's not appropriate for me to talk. And he shouldn't have talked about jawlines or drama central or any of that. It's not right. It's not right in a locker room where people are grieving because this lovely young man may have had his future ruined. Hey, if uh, that were Jimmy Garoppolo and he had broken his ankle like that, you think George Kittle would have been talking about Trey Lance's jawline or his or his hair? You, 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 you don't think how, how somber do you think Kittle would have been in that case? That's a very good question, Iggy. My again, my gut feeling is he would have said to Michael, "I really can't talk now. I'm very sorry. What happened to Jimmy?" That's a great point, and I think I think out of respect, Kittle would have done that for Jimmy, but he didn't do it for Trey. Right, and, and the fact that you don't give the starting quarterback that respect, and you don't give the the, the head coach that respect, there is something wrong with this team. They are like coaching themselves. They are Jimmy's team, Kittle's team, the the vets team. Like Kyle is how. I mean, it seems like they're making the decisions. Yeah. And I'll tell you another thing. Um, I I guess I was kind of critical of of Kittle now. If he has something to say to me, the the Niners have my phone number. He's welcome to call. I like that. I like that. All right. We got a half hour's worth of comments. Let's take them. Oh, comments. Okay. Mr. Lone Wolf says, I'm not on the fire Kyle train, but he needs to admit his mistakes publicly. Mistakes happen. But when we don't own them, change growth is impossible. Still believe in Trey. Come back stronger, number five. Good. Um, I think it's a good uh, – he's lucky it wasn't his knee. He should be able to come back from this, and I don't think Kyle's going to run him between the tackles anymore. Isaiah Gill says, Kyle's a clown. Throw him out. Kyle, these are your fans. William Bonnet says, what percentage would you give them now to win the Super Bowl? That would involve Jimmy Garoppolo staying healthy for the rest of the year. And uh, learning how to throw the ball down the field. So he, I think he completes 15% of his downfield throws. I'll give him a 15% chance. 15. That's what I was going to say, 15%. 15%. Um, 
Okay. Dominic says Trey could be like Hertz, but better. So upsetting. Hertz is good. Uh, Hertz doesn't run between the tackles that much, though. They they find ways to get him out in space. John Hawk says, I've had time to calm down. Injury isn't on Kyle, but his arrogance and dismissive attitude toward the media is disappointing. Slapping fans' faces. Okay, John, I hear what you're saying. Jeremy Price says, not saying he will, but asking if Jimmy does win the Super Bowl, what's the narrative? The narrative is good for Jimmy, good for Kyle. These guys have a problem at quarterback. Yeah. Jason Lutz says, should Trey return kicks and punts next year? Their normal football plays and Trey gets a, is a great runner, right? Maybe some blitz packages for him too. <laughs> I great love it. Love it. Maybe he could play middle linebacker. Yeah, why not? He can do it all. Voice ad agency says, congrats, Grant, on Kyle being a fan of the show. He usually answers all his questions starting with, um, he was well prepared for your question. Yeah, I gave him a four-hour head start. I told him what I was going to ask. Ricky Miranda says, you know what's sad? Trey posted a pic of himself after surgery on Instagram, and I saw comments are limited. This shows that he was he got more hate than love. Wow. Yikes. Yikes. How many of his teammates wrote into? I, I don't know. I'm not on Instagram. Well, uh, Kyle he, said Kyle said that a lot of his teammates were going to visit him in the hospital. He said that. Yeah, so it's like Kyle. Went, yeah. Which one of you is the one who said this stuff? Uh-huh. Jersey Six says, you think Jittery G will start next season? Wow, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. I don't. He's going to be a free agent, but we'll see. He can win the Super Bowl. Francisco says, not a Jimmy fan, but what if Jimmy gets us to the sixth ring in his sixth year with the Niners or that he underthrows Danny Gray in the Super Bowl? It's so interesting. Niner fans are already thinking about like the future. Yeah, we they got too. Denver on yeah. Sunday. They got Denver on Sunday. Let's think about Denver. Yeah. Jonathan Chavez says, should have told Kyle, say something like Pops. That was the best when you said that, Dad, to Jed York. You like that, right? Oh, God, I love that. Say something. Or, or also when you did to Henry Bibby. I expect you do. That was good. <laughs> 808 Niner Grant, you see Rich Eisen talking about you yesterday, asking a question after the game. I don't watch Rich Eisen's show. I heard he talked about me. People like talking about me. You know I guess I bring you, them clicks. You're getting national. Yeah, if people want, you know, people want to engage in the Niners, they have to talk about me. So, Rich, thank you for bringing my name up. I didn't watch your show. I never watched your show. But you were cool on Sports Center in the 90s. I used to watch you when I was seven. Speaking of that, I went to a Dave Chappelle concert last night. Uh, it was at the punchline in San Francisco, which means I was 20 feet away from him. He kept looking at me and, at my, and my wife. We were making eye contact. And then after, when we were walking back, we walked back to our um, uh, car with Keenan Thompson, who you don't know, but he's on sports. He's on Saturday Night Live, and he was on um, all that when I was a kid on Nickelodeon. And I've been watching him since I was like seven years old. And I was I played it cool, though. I didn't ask for an autograph. I didn't get a, a picture or anything. I shook his hand. We walked up together. And Keenan Thompson. I have no idea who it is, but you know why Dave Chappelle was looking at you? Why? Because your wife is beautiful. <laughs> it's so it's true. That your is true. Beautiful. It's true. And we were real close. She's like, he keeps looking at us. I'm like, I didn't. <laughs> that's why. Yeah. Jamar says, was I the only one watching Hurts last night and thought that could have been Trey by the end of the season? Must be nice to have a head coach believing you. You know, I'm thinking is um, if I were a coach around or another organization, I'd be looking at the Niners and thinking, you know, they're ruining Trey, but he's only 23. Maybe I could get Trey for cheap. You know how how uh, Bill Walsh got Steve Young on the cheap after he got ruined by a couple of teams? That could be true. He could he could eventually develop down the line when he's older, like Steve did, because the Niners are really setting him back. But he still has a great skill set, and he's young. And Iggy Al Davis got Jim Plunkett. That's right. And sat him, and he then won two Super Bowls. That's right. I bet you teams are looking at the Niners and, and Trey Lance thinking, "Oh, here's a here's a little interesting. We might be able to get Trey Lance." Uh, on a discount, on a discount in a few yeah. years. When he's still young, Jason says, Trey, uh, Trey Kyle should be traded next year. They don't mix. One or the two. 
Um, well, whew, if you could get Sean Payton, dad, would you, if Sean, Pay, if, if you were Kyle, if you were Jed York and you called Sean Payton and said, would you be interested in coaching this team next year? And he said, yes. What would you do? Oh, I'd do it in a heartbeat. Heartbeat. Me too. It's really not even a discussion. I'm, I don't know if Sean Payton wants to coach the team. It is a good team though. Felix says, I know it's early, but how are you feeling about this game against the Broncos? I'll be there for the game and just yeah, hope yeah. you don't. Talk about that later. Yeah, give us five minutes. We'll get there. That Niner guy says, my problem with Kyle is he head coaches like a play caller. He is hyper-focused on the moment, not the big picture. I agree with this. Totally. I, agree I, with this. I think that's a brilliant insight. Yes, but I understand why he won't own up to it in public. I don't know, man. Trey needed this year. Yeah, like we're, we're saying Kyle, second and eight, first quarter, ups three. No See the big picture. Why are you doing it? And from his perspective, it's a good play. It's as legitimate as any other play. Good play. It's a good play. I mean, well, I'm, not, I'm not allowed to call good plays. Now it's like, well, yeah, it's real life, dude. And you got to see the big picture because he just got hurt. And that's your that's your quarterback. And, and as a result, it wasn't a good play. It wasn't a good play. It's not Madden. I mean, yeah, I'm with you on that. He doesn't see the big picture. But he has a lot of defenders. Matthew Brown says, what if we drafted Parson with Bosa and uh, or Jay Chase? You know when the Niners traded up and I was saying they should take that tight end? Well, I was wrong about that. But there was this wide receiver who got drafted right after that who's like, what, Jerry Rice. Could have had that guy. But then you still have Jimmy. That's the problem. Trey never had a chance. DS Review says, I'm officially a Cone fan and Niner quality control guy myself. You guys rock. Keep doing what you're doing. Props. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Um, David the Prankster said, did you see Rich Eisen back Kyle and mentioned you, uh, Grant, about asking the, about the play? Yeah, a lot of people have been um, uh, taking shots at me for asking about the play. And it's... So it, yeah. Eisen criticized you for asking a journalistic question. Yeah. yeah. What would he have done? Kissed Kyle's ring? Yes. Anytime Rich Eisen here. talks about Kyle Shanahan, he praises him like and calls him the greatest coach of all time. I have Get to think that here. I have to think that Eisen and Mike Shanahan are real close because he only praises that guy. Um the Shanahans have real strong ties in the media. Darth Mexican says, Do you think Kyle ran Trey the way he did because he knew he had a backup plan? Would Kyle have been so careless with Trey if Jimmy wasn't there? It's a good question because last year, week seven, 16, must win game. Trey Lance started against Houston. Jimmy Garoppolo was injured and they didn't play Trey Lance like this. He ran eight times, which is a lot, but not 13. And they won and he was throwing and it looked good. That's why I thought the Niners were going to work this year because of that game. So I. I I, Iggy, I don't agree. I don't okay. think he ran him because he knew he had Jimmy. I think he ran him because he's a shitty play caller. Whew! There you go. Yeah, that's the thing. People, people, people say like, "Oh, Kyle had his reason to do something that wasn't." What is his genius reason? No, he's just a he's a bad play caller. He yeah. makes bad decisions. People yeah. say he's a great caller. No, he's a bad play caller. He's good. A he's good a nice designer. playbook. He's a good designer, but he's not a good play caller. Good playbook, good designer, good script, which his dad probably helps him with, all three. But once it's time to call plays and at, see the big picture in the game, he's terrible, which yeah. is why he loses in the I Super agree. Bowl in the NFC Champion. Terrible. <laughs> not a head coach, bad play caller. Team is carried by the defense. Gimmick offense. Relies and, on the runs. and there's a schism on the team. And there's a schism on the team. Like, Kyle, you better win the – all I'm saying is Kyle better win the Super Bowl this year. If he doesn't win the Super Bowl this year and, and Sean Payton taps Jed on the shoulder and is like, hey, man, I'd love to coach this team. You're out. Thank you. And it's not firing Kyle. It's trading Kyle. Trading him for a couple of firsts. Because, you know, you we got to get those first-round picks back that you ruined when you got Trey Lance's ankle broken. So now we need those picks back. We're going to get them with you. Thanks. You just cost us three firsts, but we can get the first back by trading you and replacing you with Sean Payton, who's better than you. So that's good. But thanks, Kyle. You really helped us change the culture here. Can't wait. Uh, Abraham says, what happens if Kyle doesn't make the playoffs? Fired. No, traded. 
I will. I'm currently printing up T-shirts that say "Trade Kyle Shanahan." I'm going to make this a thing. David the Prankster says donating again. Okay, I won't donate. David the Prankster says, I was kidding. David the Prankster says, donating again just because of Lowell. You are amazing, sir, and I adore your stories from 49ers back during the dynasty. Thank you so much. David the Prankster. Uh, Sean Weaver says, we can. what can Kyle do if he can't call plays? Motivate. He's a motivator. He's a motivator. <laughs> uh, Matthew Sanders says, as per Kyle Shanahan, Lance get hurt, but still seeks Kyle's approval on the plays he did make. Kyle doesn't deserve Lance. He has better character than his head coach. Uh, you know, I tend to agree with that. I do. I agree. Kyler V says there's no point in these press conferences if Kyle only answers questions from Brandon Marshall. Kyle's attitude showed he will never grow as a coach. Who's Brandon Marshall? Former player. He had him on his podcast and Kyle, like, you know, cracked and it was just so starstruck that he was talking to an athlete. Second time a Brooklyn boy said Kyle's an OC. Mr. Blue Magic 23 who called into the cone phone this weekend from Brooklyn. Had a great call. Well, he's from, he's from Brooklyn, but he lives in Jersey. I remember you. Hold on. Alan says, where's Lynch and Jed? I know Jerry Jones was all over t- TV when Dak went down. Yeah. This, your quarterback just went down. Jed, you have nothing to say? John, you have nothing to say? Kind of uh, strange. Yeah. Kind of strange. Yeah. Ah, uh, man. Um, hold on. We got DJ Saucy. DJ Saucy. My conspiracy theory, Kyle and John orchestrated a fake injury. Trey gets to dodge insane media scrutiny while getting another year to get up to speed. Kyle and John avoid the backlash. Did you see his his leg hanging like that? No. Do you also think Tupac is alive? <laughs> and Elvis. Yeah, what are you talking about? His, his leg is mangled. Matthew Sanders says to wit, Jimmy is not beating last night's Buffalo Bills. No. If that's the, the Super Bowl and it's Jimmy against the Buffalo Bills with Josh Allen, they're going to lose just like they lost to the Chiefs. Um, Isaiah Gill, new name, Sweetie Cone. Okay, I can go by Sweetie now. On. Sweetie. I'm, I'm sorry. He's my son. I love him. Jonathan Chavez says, Kyle was careless with Trey. Kyle didn't care because in the back of his mind, he was saying, I have Jimmy who puts their investment in future in harm's way. I I, I understand the theory. I get it. Um, I get it. But we'll never know, I guess. I truly hope we missed the playoff. Sorry, not sorry, says Seth Harvey. Hey, if you want a new head coach, I could see it. Can Jed pull off Sean Payton? I don't know. Maybe he can. Probably just pay him. He's from his, he, he was born in San Mateo. Really? How is he was? He grew up in uh, Chicago though. D Wood says, "How is Trey supposed to feel? Really, he was. He's supposed to use it as motivation. It's a grown man league, and yes, it is football injuries happen. Next man up. Thank you for your compassion and your empathy. That was appreciated. Not a Niners fan, but I enjoy your content. Says Nick. Thank you." Appreciate it. Remember when Jimmy said bye to the media? LOL, says Kyler. Yeah. That was kind of awkward. awkward. Um, hey, you know what, Iggy? Oh, I'll come back to it later. I got, I got another point, but I'm I'm not ready for it yet. Okay. Uh, Tua Lore says, Grant and Lowell, do you think Jimmy will ever get his first Pro Bowl appearance under his belt for play in this league for nine long years? You think Jimmy will be a Pro Bowler, Dad? Has he ever been? No. 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 James, no. Did you see the? Uh, did you say wrestler because he was on WWE yesterday? Yeah, it's. I, I mean, he wants to be a wrestler. He wants to be Stone Cold Steve Austin, but he doesn't have the personality to pull it off yet. Gizmo says Justin Fields told Trey Lance publicly last week to stop taking hits. I never seen Lance run for the sidelines or slide. How much is Trey's fault? Um, yeah, I mean they should be coaching him to slide and get out of bounds and throw the ball away. They did that with Kaepernick, but you can't do any of those things when you're running between the tackles. No sliding when you run between the tackles. No, you're a runner. 
You're a runner at that point. So that's why I keep talking about that play call being terrible. Brian says, I've seen David Lombardi tweet that Seattle only had two quarterback pressure. Seems like a good game to let Trey get some more passing attempts. No, you're not. Kyle's much smarter than you. Sorry. You just wouldn't. Under, he'd have to educate you, Brian. He'll come to your house and educate you. Canham HHI says, wake up. Jimmy can win a Super Bowl. D lost in 19 and, and versus Rams. Yeah. Well, if the defense no, shuts no. out every opponent, then he can definitely win a when Super Bowl. When Jimmy wins a Super Bowl, he'll win a Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Brent, Brendan Walsh says Jimmy is better than Trey. You think Kyle don't want to win? Trey can throw. Trey can't throw. You think he's going to be Mahomes? You're on drugs. FCS, 16 FCS games laughing. Okay, well. I felt that was really an enlightened comment. Yeah, that was great. But thank you for $5. I appreciate the donation. CT Law says, okay, it's clear we can't say anything about Jimmy positive to you guys, LOL. But when you say no one wanted Jimmy at 27 million, we agree. But several teams wanted him at 16 million. Kyle knows Jimmy gives him wins. Several teams wanted him at 16 million. Is there any proof of that? I never heard that. I never heard that. I, I didn't see any teams wanting him at 6 million. So I don't know. Um, Niner by Nature says, I wonder what Mama Lance and Papa uh, Lance had to say. Probably really angry. Rodrigo says, if Jimmy gets injured early on in the season and we end up with a losing record, will we fire Kyle and replace him with a coach who supports Trey? Possible. I don't think you fire Kyle. I think you can trade him. I think that's what's so intriguing. Trade him. People like him. People think he's a genius. James Hennessy says, winning in the playoffs is hard. Why are we assuming you make the Super Bowl NFC Championship? It was fluky last year with snow at Green Bay. Yeah. And the Niners had no offense in the playoffs. Iggy, I don't understand why we're talking about the playoffs. Yeah. They only played two games. Yeah. This is like wishful thinking. Yeah, they may not make the playoffs. Let's see let's, what happens. Let's I see mean, if Kyle can keep his next quarterback healthy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How many games is Brock Purdy going to start this year? Ryan Hensley. What's up, Ryan? Uh, host on the show says Tim Tebow rushed 12.31 times per start. Oh, my God. Trey Lance rushed 13 times per start. Kyle Shanahan ran Trey Lance more than Tim Tebow. Wow. And wow. Tim Tebow couldn't throw. No. So Kyle, that's what Ryan, Kyle... I like, Ryan, I like your work. Yeah, I, me too. So Kyle treated him like he's Tim Tebow. Why'd you draft him then? Why'd you draft him? To use him like Tim Tebow. Wow. I don't know, man. You know, uh, Josh McDaniel got fired for drafting Tim Tebow. So Kyle, you better win a ring. What ring? Says Zach805. Yeah, they don't have one. Black Orchid says, I love Lowell's wisdom. Thank you. You too. Boy, I wish I had wisdom. Paul says, hello, fellas, longtime fan of Goat Cone and now a fan of Baby Goat Cone. I really enjoy the insight and honestly look forward to the show every week. Thank, Thank you, Paul. You. Hey, Baby Goat. The Baby Goat. James Hennessy says, we're almost caught up. You have to trade for Peyton, still under Saints. You have to trade for him? All right, trade Kyle. Straight up. Would the Saints want him? Um, do, the, do the Saints still control him? I guess. I don't know. I guess he retired, so maybe he was under contract. Yeah. yeah. yeah figure it out. Situational play calling is a term Kyle Shanahan doesn't comprehend, LOL. I agree. Correct. Matt Hudson says, best place to get a copy of Gloves Off, Amazon. Yeah, but you know it's been sold out, so you can get it used on Amazon or places like Alibris. You can get it. Okay. Um, 808 Niner says, Lowell Kyle doesn't have a ring to kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Yeah. Um, Mr. Tall says, if you don't make the shirts, I will. Kyle, not as smart as we thought. Yeah, you make them, man. I got a conflict of interest over here. I'm covering the team. Yeah, Wesley, Bro yeah Wesley Brooks says, I hate Trey got hurt. Jimmy got us. I am celebrating the win. Um, fair. That's fair. Celebrate the win. That's good. Absolutely. That's you're okay. entitled. You're a fan. 
you're a fan. Sean O'Leary says, I say this as a former reporter. I wish Kyle Shanahan realized that when he speaks to reporters, he's speaking to the fans. And I wish more reporters realized they are there to ask those questions, not flattery and access. Thank oh, you. Sean. God, I love Sean. Sean. I love you. I, yeah, I love you. I, I feel like too many reporters think they're there to build relationships with the people they're interviewing. No, you're there to represent the fans and ask the questions they want. And if it if 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 one athlete or coach doesn't like it that day, well, that's just part of doing business. Yeah, you know. Sorry, you got to be. You're loyal to your readers, not the people you're not your subjects. I'm with you. And yeah. you don't owe anything to the 49ers. You're not on salary from them. No, they're not doing you a favor by letting you in there. Hey, Grant and Lowell, love the show. Pray for Lance, says Driz. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Big Tone says, Lowell, you're a legend. I'm from Santa Rosa. Grant, Jimmy said it felt like 2017 again, just making plays. We don't usually do that around here. You alluded in 2018 about uh, it was what Jimmy was referring to. Yeah, Jimmy took a little shot at Kyle after the game because this is Jimmy's team and he can say whatever he wants. Um, he said it felt a little bit like 2017, just running around making plays, which, which would imply that Kyle micromanages Jimmy and tells him what to do. And Jimmy can't play free and easy and frustrates him, frustrates him, which is probably true. But again, it just shows you like people have seemed to have an issue with Kyle on this team, his own players. Clearly it's not his team. team. He wanted it to be his team. He made a decision. All the vets were like, not your team, bud. our team. David says, if it helps, I had a way more severe ankle injury, came back from it. Biggest thing would be not playing scared and Great. not running between the tackles. Uh, Philip Wilson says, Jimmy G fans don't understand that as long as the likes of Mahomes, Josh Allen, Burrow, and Lamar exist, Jimmy will never be able to go blow for blow. Yeah, eventually you're going to have to beat those guys, and he can't. I mean, unless unless the running game is going for 200 yards. Tony says, Eric Branch reporting, a doctor says Trey Lance might be healed by the end of the season. What do you think? That would give the Niners life. Because, I mean, look. It's not that Trey Lance would come back and like take the job from Jimmy coming off an injury, but what if Jimmy gets hurt? Jimmy has to go a long way and play a long time for the Niners to 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 win a Super Bowl. He often gets hurt, so maybe it would be great if Trey Lance could come back and play something. They just might win the Super Bowl that way, unless you think Jimmy's going to go. Iggy, what a story that would be. What a story that would be. And again, I I keep mentioning that 1972 Dolphins team. I don't know why it was 50 years ago, but Greasy broke his ankle. Broke his ankle week five, came back in the playoffs, led him to the Super Bowl, and won. And in the Super Bowl, he completed eight passes. Like, it wasn't about him. They were they had Larry Zonka and all these running backs. But maybe history could repeat itself 50 years later because that's how the world works, apparently. Anyway, I wasn't alive back then. I was not alive in 1972, contrary to popular belief. Mike Martinez says, ask Kyle what's it going to take to throw the ball. He doesn't like doing that. It's not his thing. Throwing. The Remilia Sports Report says, Kyle, no, Vermeil, we really rally around Jimmy's speech. We will rally around Jimmy's speech. I don't know. I don't know. Hold on. A couple more, and then we're back to our show. Isaac Garcia says, big uh, fan grant tired of the Jimmy saga. It's more likely to get hurt. That's why we got Trey. Also love Lowell and his takes. Where can I get your book? Say it again, the place where you can get it. Well, you can get, uh, it's, it's sold out, but you can get used copies on Amazon or Alibris, A-L-I-B-R-I-S. And I think they're pretty cheap. Yeah. Omari's world says hire Eric Bienemy. Definitely interview him. See what he's got. Jared Combs says, can you name another quarterback hurt on a design run? Um, didn't, I mean, I can name other quarterbacks who got hurt running up, up the middle. Patrick Mahomes injured his knee running between the tackles. It's not something you see very much in the NFL. David W says, help Trey makes a full recovery, gets out of SF and has a great career with a new team, which will take pride in naming him the starter. As for the coach, hope he gets his comeuppance this season. 
These are mm-hmm. Niner fans. Yeah. Niner fans saying, I hope Trey goes somewhere else and that I hope Kyle fails. That's wow. Mario Gonzalez says, sucks that we have so much talent, but do not have a coach that can use it. Whoa. Wow. Kyle. Kyle, are you watching this? Are you watching this, Kyle? Don't bother me says, if a miracle happens and Jimmy wins the Super Bowl, do you think they try to franchise tag Jimmy and waste Trey another year? I don't oh, know. We're getting a little ahead of ourselves. I appreciate the comment, but I'm not Brandon, smart sa- Brandon says people mad at Trey fans. Uh, people mad at Trey fans can stop. Fans are tired of having great teams with mediocre play from Jimmy Garoppolo. Make a Pro Bowl at least. Jimmy Garoppolo has a low ceiling. Yep, that's yes, how he does. feel. Um, I think but you know what? Uh, Jimmy has a low ceiling, but he has a very good jawline. <laughs> okay, the Niners play Sunday night in Denver. I'm going to be there. Denver's a good team. Um, but they're flawed too. What are you expecting in this game? Okay, now you really are the expert. I'm going to give my opinion, but your opinion is worth more. Sure. I think the Niners will win because although Denver has Russell Wilson, who is my absolute favorite quarterback, I just love to watch him work. I don't think they have that much else, and I think their coaches are not. So I, I think the Niners, even with Jimmy, I think that they'll win in an efficient, unspectacular way. I agree. I'm picking the Niners to win this game. Their defense is really, really good. That being said, I know it's not. Look, you mentioned the coach. He's terrible. He's a nut. He's a nut. But it's still Russell Wilson. And I know he's not what he used to be, but he his record against the Niners is just staggering. He rarely loses to the Niners. And I, he does it the same way every time. He falls behind, but the Niners can't really put him away because Jimmy Garoppolo is their quarterback and they're not going to score enough points. And he's hanging around the fourth quarter and the defense gets a little tired. And all of a sudden he sneaks out of the pocket and throws a touchdown for 60 yards. And you're like, what the hell just happened? He does yeah. that. So if the Niners let uh, Denver hang around, I'm curious to see what happens. As soon as they let a quarterback get out of the pocket and away from Nick Bosa, their defense seems beatable. But I'm not picking the Denver Denver to win. I just it'll be interesting. You're saying it's a game. I think it's a game, absolutely, definitely a game. But the Niners should win. They're a really good team. They're a really good team, and yeah. uh, according to uh, some of the players, they're even a better team now. They're even a better team now. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to raise the stakes on this team. I'm not. I'm not picking them to lose. This is a really good team, and now they're they have the quarterback they want. They're confident. They have everything they need. This is what they wanted. Beat Denver. Yeah, it, you're on the road and it's tough at, at altitude. I don't care. Beat Denver. They have a ridiculous. They probably have the worst coach in the league. Uh, they have a quarterback who's a little bit older, and his weapons aren't that great. Beat Denver. I don't want to hear it. You should definitely beat Denver. So we agree that they're going to beat Denver. We agree that we're going to be they're going to beat Denver. Yes. Okay. Um, let me. We got more comments, and then we'll show the bottles. Show the bottles because it's bottle time. Hold on. Nick says Jimmy can't win a Super Bowl. The last few years have proved that. That's why they got Lance. This is a playoff team, but they have a ceiling. Yep. Hey, but look, if if Jimmy Garoppolo all of a sudden starts hitting throws down the field, reassess everything. If he and he tried, he came in and started throwing the ball down the field. He didn't really hit any of the throws, but if he starts hitting them, I'll take him seriously. Seriously, I will, but he didn't. J.R. Beckled says, I was the biggest Jimmy fanboy until last year's playoff run. It's beyond me that we still have these uh, many fanboys. Look at Jimmy's playoff stats. Well, hey, just keep the team afloat. If Trey Lance can come back, that would be quite amazing. I think what a story that would be. Yeah, what a story. And then everybody in the media would be would say Trey Lance is the savior. They, yeah. You know what I mean? The whole narrative would shift. It would be great. How many twists? Josh says players don't like Kyle because they don't want a stepdad that yells at them all the time. I don't know. I I wouldn't know if he yells at them all the time. 
I, yeah, I don't think he's a yeller. I think he's like a friend. He's he's empowered them to feel like they're equals with him. That Niner guy says Jimmy contracts has that uh, Jimmy's contract has no tags on it. He will be a free agent in 2023. Yeah, they can't franchise tag him. Thank you. Good point. They cannot franchise tag him. He'll be a free, free agent. Great jawline and a better completion. Uh, I'm just saying, says Mr. Tall. And a better completion. I don't know what you mean. Percentage? Uh, Lowell, I think Kyle needs your whole dead accountable talk. <laughs> it's it's on the internet. Cliff Reese says, Lowell, we appreciate your wisdom and storytelling. You're a national treasure to the past Niners organization. Grant, keep up the great work. My dad is a national treasure. Thank you. Thank you. Senior Boat says, trade Kyle to the Patriots since they need an offensive coordinator. Oh. Do it! Yeah. Do it! I love it. He'd I get love along it. with Belichick just fine. I, hey, if, he, if, he, if he will listen to anyone, it would probably be Bill Belichick. Yeah. Irfan says Eric Branch just said that a surgeon said that Lance could be fully healed before the end of the regular season. If true, should he come back? I mean, he it's may have medical. to. It's a medical decision. It's a medical decision. Also, you were you were just assuming that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be healthy the whole year. He may freaking have. He may be a savior. Jason Lutz says, "Can we win uh, without the QB power? It's a Q, It's a Kyle Shanahan staple. Is it? He didn't call quarterback power for Matt Ryan in Atlanta, and he did pretty good." Ethereal says, Grant, I'm sorry I have to mention this. Do you think Harbaugh would ha handle this situation better? Yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah. Harbaugh. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. Um, <laughs> Harbaugh is, is a strange guy, but Harbaugh is very bright. He's a serious person and he's serious about football. Yeah. And he has the proper respect. Yeah. I don't think, I think if he thought, or, or heard that people on his coaching staff were talking behind his back, he, there'd be a palace revolution. He would he would find out who and he would get them out of town. He'd probably punch him in the face too. Punch him in the face. <laughs> punch him in the face too. Yeah. It would never happen no. with him. No, absolutely not. Uh, Roadhog228 says, 2017 let Jimmy cook. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, let's see. Let's see how, how it looks if Jimmy Garoppolo is slinging the ball around the field. Yeah, he's a they, cooker. Yeah, he's a cooker. Niners should beat the Broncos because Mason should finally get touches. Can't wait to see Jordan Mason get his opportunity. Uh, that's exciting. Dark Halo says Jimmy gives Kyle wins. Name Jimmy's signature win. The win in New Orleans. That's his win. 48-46 over New Orleans three years ago. That was the best game he ever played. He was good in that game. Sentinel says, why does the fruit that comes from Kyle Shanahan coaching tree have more success than the tree it came from? McVay won a ring. Rookie McDaniels beat Belichick. LaFleur has gone to the NFC Championship game, etc. That's interesting. You know, his his underling McDaniel's looking real good in Miami right now, Dad. Have you noticed that? Have you seen that? Have you heard about this? Yeah. Looking real good. So yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. His underling's looking better than he is. I, I yeah. I think there might be some theories that, you know, Kyle has his dad. He's got this last name, but he has these very talented friends around him that got the opportunity because Kyle was already in the league. And maybe, maybe those guys were I don't know. Mac McDaniel seems very smart. Even, where'd you get the word underling from? Mark Jackson. Yeah. And you know who's got a lot Mark a lot of Mark Jackson in him? Kyle Shanahan. You know why? Never won shit. <laughs> Never won shit. And so a lot of people talk about Kyle Shanahan in the Bay like he's Steve Kerr or something. No. Steve Kerr is a champion. Steve four times? He's won four times, right? Four times. Yeah. And I'll tell, you zero times. I'll tell you something else. Steve Kerr is a lot better with the media than Kyle is. That's true. That's true. And you never hear, hear anyone on Steve's staff bad-mouthing Kyle uh, off the record. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I mean, bad-mouthing Steve. Steve off the record. No. I'm sorry. There's no comparison. And yet Kyle gets that kind of respect from the media. And it's like, why? 
Why? Yeah. He's Mark Jackson. Not he's not did Steve. Did you Kirk. say Eisen considers him a great coach? Yeah. Yeah. Based on yes. all of his Super Bowl wins. Well, it, it's it's that Rich Eisen is just such an astute eye for football. He watches the tape and he can see things that other people don't see. I got it. That's, that's how Rich does it. Dilly G says, question for Lowell. Did you notice any change of energy from the team when Jimmy stepped on the field? If so, what do you think this says about the team? I did notice it. They seemed uplifted when he came on. It means they believe in him. I believe th that that belief is flawed. It, it's, yeah. it's wrong. Um, I think they should have had the same dedication to Trey Lance. And the fact that they didn't is disgusting. And again, to your point earlier, it's not just uh, a condemnation. It's not a condemnation of Trey. It's a condemnation of Kyle. That's yes. his guy. He's the head coach. When, when McGlinchey and Williams don't help up Trey Lance when he's down, that's in the face of the coach. Right. So we're not going to pick up your guy. No. If Jimmy goes down, they'll help him up. And again, Kyle has this record where on the Niners, he's won like eight something games without Jimmy Garoppolo. He has not established that he is the winning ingredient on his own team. And I think that's a big freaking problem. For whatever reason, Jimmy's the guy with the winning record, not Kyle. And so he can't get past that. He can't get his own locker room in line. You see, if you talk to him, he'll educate you on why that statement is wrong. No, oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Anthony Adams says, you know, it's bad when Danny Gray yells at you. Did that happen? Did he yell at you, Iggy? He yelled at me? Professor Lawless says, I bet you and your dad that Jimmy G will be on the roster next year also and starting. I would like that bottle of wine bet, $100 limit. I'm broke. Uh, Kyle Shanahan and Jimmy Gar uh, John Lynch. Obviously, Jimmy is the second coming of Tom Brady, LOL. I only make bets with my dad, but I appreciate you. I don't want to do that bet. It's that's too much, it's too far. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. You called me out though. I appreciate it. All right, we got. Let's talk about the bet we did make. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to introduce this. We had two bets. Right. The first bet was, uh, and I, I lost both. The first bet <laughs> was that Debo Samuel would sign before the first day of training camp, and obviously he didn't. So I I bought Iggy. Show him the bottle. A, a Italian. It's a Barolo, which is probably the best Italian wine comes from the Piedmont district. It is going to be great. What year is it? Uh, 2017. Yeah. Uh, it's young, but they make them that you can drink them young now. I paid $85 for that at Kermit Lynch in Berkeley. Wow. I and did. We're going to drink this together because I really wanted a technicality. It was like a couple of days. So I, I we got to drink this one together. Okay. Now the other one, I said, Jimmy, would that be on the roster day one? Yeah. So, you think I lost that bet? Not only that, now he's the starting quarterback. So he's I never probably want to owe Iggy another bottle of wine. And he's going to get a five-year extension. <laughs> I got him another bottle of wine. This is from Kermit Lynch, again, in Berkeley. Iggy, I'm so bad at this. I know, it's hard. It's because you like, move it left and it goes right. Okay, there you go. Volnay. Uh-huh. Volnay. Premier Crew. There you go. Premier Crew. What year? Uh, I don't know. Move it back a little bit. You're too close. Shut up. Uh, it was on, it's on the back. There you go. No, I don't know what year. I don't know. Ah, here, 2018. It's on the top. Okay. There it is. I see it. Okay. And this one was $100. <laughs> so I lost $185 worth of dollars worth of wine to Iggy Sweetie Grant. And I would love to drink these with you, but I'm on a diet right now. So could we wait a while? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, when off the diet. I have made so much money thanks to Jimmy Garoppolo. Thank you, Jimmy. <laughs> and Debo. Stick around. Yeah. D. Wood says, uh, come, uh, come on. The team also watched the offseason and seen what Jimmy Garoppolo went through supporting their brother. Stop it. Stop it. 
Okay, I'm st- we stopped. Poor Sermon. He was inactive yesterday. Sermon? Sorry. T7 says drafting trade divided the team. Restructuring Jimmy Garoppolo's contract divided the team even more. Juice stated we're back to Niners football when asked about Jimmy Garoppolo. I didn't like that comment that 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 Juszczyk had. We're back to Niners football. What the hell does that mean? Did he actually say that? He said that. What the hell does that mean? Well, I mean, again, he said it on the record then. That in a way, he's pleased that the other guy didn't get hurt, but that he's not there. Right. I thought this Juice was a good guy. What is Niners football? Losing in the NFC Championship game? Good point. What the hell yeah. is Niners football? Like having no offense in the playoffs? What? You don't Niners want football is whatever it takes to win a Super Bowl. At least that's what I thought it was. Yeah, and Niners football ostensibly is what Kyle Shanahan says it is. Not Thank what you. Kyle Juszczyk says it is. That's the point. It's not what these vets on the team say it is. You guys aren't even going to be here for that long. It's what Kyle says. And if Kyle has a problem, you need to get these vets off the team. I don't know who they are. But if you don't have control of your locker room, take control, man. It's your team. It's yeah. your team, Kyle. Do something about it. Man, I don't know. What would Jim Harbaugh say to Kyle? What would his advice be to Kyle in this situation? Take control. I think he'd laugh in his face. I think he would. Anthony Adams says, no, Danny Gray yelled at Jimmy Garoppolo for missing him deep. Oh, oh, well, yeah. He'll be yelling a lot more. Yeah, he will. Christy says, come on, guys. Jimmy is our only option right now. We got to cheer him on. Praying Trey is the biggest comeback in the NFL. Love y'all. Yeah, I'm not rooting against Jimmy. No, but I'm not cheering him on. I'm no. not a fan. I'm not a fan. No, that's a good point. Josh says, Max trade for Hoyer now. <laughs> Brian Hoyer, got to get him. Big Cone got them bands like Lance. Not quite like Lance. He's got a little bit more money than me. All right. Well, did we do did we do we, it? We got to find an opportunity to drink this. I've had this for a month now. We got to drink this soon. Okay. You know, I could break my diet one time. All right. Uh, David, the prankster says juice shouldn't talk. Only player that doesn't play fullback on the team. <laughs> they he, they have a, the highest paid fullback and they get, they get their quarterback to play the position. Axel Ru- Ruiz says, I hope Trey Lance asked for a trade after he gets better. He's been disrespected when he was getting carted off. Only a few players went to check on him. I, I like I couldn't. I look like a lot of players went to check on him. It's tough. I don't know. The goose says, "How will you feel about the team Super Bowl odds if Mason shows to be better than Mitchell?" Um, we have to I, find out. We'll have to find out. And again, I think it's it's about the downfield element in the passing game. I think you need it to win a Super Bowl. I think you do. You don't have to do it a lot. You have to be able to do it at some point. You can't have defenses just squatting at the first down uh, chains the whole game. If Jimmy does good, can we use him for picks? No, no trick. No, he's got a no. He's a free agent next year. And they need him to play now. No trading Jimmy anymore. Good show, Dad. Stop giving us money. It's over. Show's <laughs> over. <laughs> this was a good one. I I, I got my yayas out today. I, I'll look at it later. I hope I didn't come off like a crazy old man. No, I thought you were very measured and precise in your okay. critiques. I got one other thing to say. Sure. I love you, Grant. Love you too, Dad. I'll call you. Okay. All right. Bye, everybody. <laughs>